Ian not a power app, but Ian ain't not me at. Period. But um, no, shout out to not shout. Not shout out. No wrong word. Um condolences and prayers to the people who were impacted by Ian. You know, welcome back to the Katish Podcast. I don't know if I said that. And I don't know what episode this is. One um one something one something girl. If you don't know who I am, um Instagram at the fine author that is I author <laughs> host founder CEO of the Katish Podcast girl so many things. CEO of the couch, like, right, like, who oh, bitch, CEO of what? It's not giving. But yes, um, welcome. So, prayers, thoughts, honestly, like, no bullshit, no joking. To the people who lost their lives, lost their property, lost loved ones. During Hurricane Ian, it was not a joke. Where I'm at, we had to mandatory evacuate because my complex is right here by the water. So, we was the first zone to um have to go. Or whatever so went to my grandma's house her house is in a nun you know evacuation zone but even with that if the hurricane would have came the way that they were saying it was supposed to we were supposed to get a direct hit even the non-evacuation zones like it still would have been flood waters up to the car so you know i've seen i just seen a lot of people on social media just like rejoicing like oh thank god it ain't come here blessed yes but i i can't really like rejoice and give too much when i'm here like 50 something people died and 50 something people died who was not prepared for a hurricane because they was under the impression that it wasn't coming to them you know what i'm saying so it's it, it's just when you're looking at it like that it's really hard to be like oh girl you know it ain't hit us woo woo like i it's it's really hard to celebrate so prayers to and, and just thoughts to everybody like People, you know, hollering about insurance, insurance, insurance. Like, you can replace certain shit. Like, if the floodwaters come here right now, the big comfy couch, you know, we gonna get a new couch. Rooms to go meet up, please. However, you talking about, like, sentimental things. Like, I have a lot of pictures. And I collect cards. So, I've been saving, like, birthday cards and holiday cards since I was, like, probably 5th or 6th grade. So, I have, like, cards with you know that my grandmother gave me that my cousin london who passed and gave me you know what i'm saying like sentimental shit that does not have a value that you cannot get back like with their handwriting and stuff on it like i don't know i'm just real sentimental like that i have cards that my mom gave me like i don't know just little tokens and trinkets that i would never be able to get back and other people won't be able to get back so i'm not i'm never celebrating that but we back for the second consistency, I am dog ass tired. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I am dog ass tired. I am fresh off work. But for the sake of consistency, every week I said every week, god damn it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be every week hella high water. Girl, I didn't want to get on this um this camera. Y'all know me and my hair ain't never right, girl. So this this particular wig, it, it's all AliExpress. We don't even know what vendor it came from. Oh, I ain't gonna turn too much because y'all can see the flaws, but Bitch, y'all, I'm brushing the wig. I know y'all ain't tuned in for this. But bitch, I'm brushing the wig. <laughs> and the whole frontal ripped. The wig was damn near in two pieces, y'all. Like, I don't know what bootleg-ass AliExpress vendor this came from. Because I be ordering so many wigs of, like, the same textures and shit. Like an idiot. 
But baby, when I figure it out, they gonna hear from me. And I'm not trying to send no weed back, but y'all need to cut a, cut, cut a check or, or send a new weed. How about that? Because when I say it literally, so y'all know I like a middle part. Bitch, I'm brushing it and it just... So bitch, I'm in there trying to get my little, um, what's, what's the class we had to take? Sewing. So I'm trying to put my sewing skills to use. I'm literally trying to sew the damn, had to sew the wig back together, girl. If y'all, if I could take this bitch off and really show y'all the construction, y'all would be like, peace out that bitch away. It's hanging on by a thread, literally. It's thread, it's just threads everywhere. Trying to keep this wig together. Boy, AliExpress, count your, that, that vendor, whoever you is, ho, count your goddamn days, bitch. You, my wig split in two. And mine, just not even an old wig, y'all. I bought this wig at the beginning of September. It's October. So it ain't like this whole done been through the mud. This bitch ain't been through nothing. Girl, I got the needle and thread, bitch. I'm talking about, I'm trying to sew it together. I, yeah, but the, the bitch on. Oh, we hanging on by a thread. I'm hanging on by a thread. Ian had me hanging on by a thread, but bitch, we here. What is new? So much. Oh, and, and what I'm gonna talk about is like way throwback. The news cycle done, girl, bitches done died. Who ain't never died before? Like this shit is old, but I never got an opportunity to give my little unwarranted, you know, uncared about two cents on the Erica Banks situation, right? And I've been wanting to talk about it, and that was going to be last week's episode, but power outage, all that. So, if you've been living under a rock, or if you just need a refresher because life has quite honestly moved on from that Erica Banks situation. Erica Banks, the rapper Erica Banks, 1501 um, Erica Banks, was in her close friends. Let's start right up. This is where I'm going to throw Big E, Erica, a little bit of bell. This is where I'm going to, I'm going to step in the line of fire very briefly. Don't leak my close friends, bitch. Don't leak my close friends. That is like leaking my news. Like, I, first of all, that's that's the violation. Oh, Erica violated. We gonna get there, but whoever was in her close friends, her friends or associates, whoever, creep as fuck, do not leak my close friends. Because this message, albeit very dumb, was posted in confidence to her close friends meaning that the people who she trusted and put in that circle to view that were the only people who seen that so that means it's somebody it's likely somebody who she knew crossed paths with or close with to some degree that shared that shit to the blogs i don't think that's right that's the part of blog business that i do not like girl i don't like that if i i'm the type of person like if i add you to my close friends I trust you enough to view whatever is in there. Be it a nigga, a twerk video, uh, me in a pool in a thong bikini video, me walking by the pool, me walking on the beach with my ass, me kissing a nigga, whatever it is, sneaky link, whatever. If you and my close friends, I trust that, okay, this person can see this. I'm cool with them seeing this because I know it's not going to get out. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like your close friends 
it's kind of like your group chat, but for Instagram. Like the people who you might not necessarily, I mean, I got all my homegirls and homeboys and my close friends, but close friends is like for the people that you like associates with too, but you don't necessarily text them all the time, but y'all cool. So it's like you got your, your day ones in there and you got, you know, people, a lot of times you got people who, you know what I'm saying, you ain't the coolest with but y'all associates you feel me y'all ain't like texting cool but you know y'all real social media friendly don't do it don't do it don't do it i think that is such a violation and you know it wasn't nothing but old messy ass girl that was some girl code violation i don't like that because i honestly do feel like erica put out this whole message that she put out in confidence i don't think that girl won't need nobody to not know blog shit like that. That girl didn't want nobody to know that. But if you still don't know what I'm talking about, champ. So Erica went on like a little, like a little mini rant, and she was pretty much saying, you know, I ain't no girl who look a certain way or who ain't fine. Basically, like finna be in a club with me. Period. Like if you if you don't if your hands on your outfit you know you're not gonna be in a club with me if you if i feel like you look a mess if your body ain't together if your hair ain't da da da, da it's not together you're not coming to the club with me internet was in a blaze and again i know this old news but bitch y'all gonna get my two cents on it so internet was in an uproar rightfully so let me tell y'all something and i done talked about this on this podcast before about these this, these mixy friendships. I, I talked about it with Megan Thee Stallion when I was seeing one of them damn podcast episodes. Go find it. But I was saying, I didn't like how 401k, I mean, not 401k, 1501, that's her uh, label. I didn't like how they had Megan so mixy. And that happens to be the same label that Erica Banks is signed to. I didn't like how they had Megan just mixing and mingling with everybody. I don't think Megan ever should have been hanging and kicking it that close with no damn Tory Lanez in the base. I feel like it's a lot of people, but I just, I feel like she was too mixy. And I, when I look at shit like what Erica Banks said, y'all, not, nah, I ain't gonna say y'all, a lot of women think like that. A lot of women want to be real mixy with bitches who they deem to be bad bitches. And a bitches who they feel like, oh, they look good. Or they attracting niggas. Or whatever the case may be. And that's why a lot of y'all end up in very superficial, fake-ass, fraudulent-ass friendships with hoes you don't even know. Like, you ever looked at some of these industry girls? And it be like, how the hell are two linked up? Like, you ever looked at a lot of industry girls and be like, damn, I don't ever see them. Like, with a bitch they started with. Now they, they with them. Like, how the hell they linked up? And I understand you're going to get in the industry. You're going to meet people. You're going to mingle. Like, you're going to build new relationships. It's more to life than your day ones. I get it. Your day ones are not going nowhere. But a lot of people in the industry, they had that mixy as mentality. Like, I'm just going to mix and mingle with, the, with my fellow bad bitch or my fellow. And that's how y'all end up with these flawed ass people and then months go by and now you want to air bitch oh you fake this whole fake da 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 she did fake you wouldn't worry about if the whole fake or not because you were looking at a bbl you was thinking aesthetically how's this shit finna look in the club section you feel me like when a photographer come around and get the snapping pictures 
am I gonna look good standing next to this hoe? Is she gonna look good to me? Aesthetically, is the picture going to look good? And a lot of y'all base friendships off of that childish ass mentality. And then you look up because the only thing that y'all got to gain, the only thing y'all got to gain from one another is aesthetics. So when you get what you need, that person don't need your ass no more. But y'all will look up and see like, damn, this person never fucked with me. This person was never cool with me. This person was never like, it was just all a facade. It just looked good. And it's a lot of women who are not just like that with homegirls. They like that with niggas too. Like, I know bitches personally who will get with a certain dude because he got the look. He got the, of course, he got the money. You know what I'm saying? And it's dudes who do that too. Like, I don't know. I've experienced it on actually both sides. I done seen dudes get with a certain girl because she got a certain look. Like, okay, me and my, me and my homeboy was just talking about this. Not all. Don't chop my wig off. She's hanging on by a thread as it is, bitch. Not all. But some, some black men, when they get the money, when they get the bag, they look at foreign women and white women or just just at least light-skinned women as like a status symbol. It's like, I got the bag. This is what you go and get when you got the bag. No skin off my back. I date the niggas who like brown-skinned women. However, it is more so the aesthetics of it all. And what that says, you know what I'm saying? That's why you see NBA players, like famous athletes, famous rappers, they girl before the fame, she might be darker than me or darker than me. But when they get that bag and they get to that status, lighter skin white girl foreign and look if you fall in love with her you fall in love with her but my homeboy said out his own mouth like yo like dudes is on that a lot of dudes is on it like it they might not even really like the girl but i got this bag now so i have to have this 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 person on my arm you know what i'm saying that is that represents a certain standard of beauty you know what I'm saying? Like, we had a really in-depth conversation about it. Um, and I'm at a point in my life where my, my skin is much thicker now. Shit like that don't hurt my feelings as much as it did when I was younger. Now, like I said, I go for the niggas who want them a brown skin baddie. Like, period. <laughs> like, period. But, so, it's not even always about damn, do, do I like this person? Is this a good person? They got a good heart. Do they have my best interest at hand? It's more or less about, do this bitch look good? Or does this person look good standing next to me? Do we look good as a unit? Fuck the heart, the soul, the mentality, emotionally, spiritually, fuck all that. None of that, it, it matters none. The And I think that's just why a lot of y'all end up in very effed up situations. Because you you will know who's really in your corner when you lose it all or when you just going through something, period. You won't know. And a lot of these relationships that's based on, like, aesthetics and, oh, if you ain't a bad bitch, you can't stand next to me. That shit fades so easily when the purpose is fulfilled. 
period. When the purpose is fulfilled. In other words, if Erica Banks was not popping, wasn't a rapper, wasn't getting her money, wasn't getting a bag, a lot of these bad bitches wouldn't even want to stand next to you, Erica. Like, don't be no fool, Erica. Now, you say, oh, I, I want bad bitches around me, bad bitches around me. A lot of them hoes won't even be checking for you if you couldn't get them in a club free. Or you didn't attract the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to go with her because the niggas going to flock to her. Or you plugged in with the label. You understand what I'm saying? Like, when the purpose is fulfilled, or if Erica Banks gets dropped today by the label, you ain't a bad bitch no more. In the eyes of them. You know, I think Erica Banks is a pretty girl. I've seen a lot of people was dragging her, talking about, like, how can she be the one to say this and this and third. I'm not here to debate. Looks, I think Erica's a pretty girl. I think she's a pretty girl. Period. I think she's a pretty girl. But, you know, I, I, I just thought the, the comment was like, and I shouldn't be surprised because a lot of people think like that, but it's like, damn, like, when I think about the people I want to stand next to me when I really, really, really glow the fuck up, like, glow up, glow up. I'm not, for me, it's, and I guess because I'm 30, and I'm a little older, but it's it's not like, it's, for me, it's not, oh, let me check out how I done. We, we could get you a weed. We could overnight the whole. Bitch, I done put my sewing skills to the test with this bitch. I sew you up something real quick, so it's on the way to the club. Do, do, do. Slap that thing on your head, boom. Now you're a bad bitch, instantly. Get you some lashes off Amazon, boop, boop. Pop them on your eyes, instant bad bitch. Whoop dee do get you the right foundation, a piece of lip gloss, get your nails done. Yeah, bad bitch award. You feel me? But th that shit just don't phase me like that. But I'm gonna make sure if we go out here, everybody, everybody scrape, everybody look, everybody look nice. You feel me? Everybody looks, you know, nice. But that's not my main focus. Is oh bitch, oh ain't got her hair done. She bitch can't come with me. The fuck? Are we having a good time? Is we vibing? Like, now if you my homegirl now, let's be very clear. <laughs> if you my homegirl and you, baby, you you stepping in a club with a with, with a with a bleach stained dress on, or you know the, the heels is on their last walk, sister, here's the closet. I know I got some shit in there that's either too big or too small for me, and we gonna put you together. You feel me, like? I wouldn't even let my friends go out, you know, looking crazy because as a friend, I know, you know, my homegirl going out looking a certain way, people might be laughing at her, talking about her. I don't want that. I certainly don't want that. So I'm going to tell my homegirl, hey, so let, let me let me fix you. That's what friends do. It, it, it will never, and again, this is my 30-year-old self. I have to remember a lot of the rap girlies are younger than me. But my 30-year-old self is never like, oh, bitch, your hair ain't done. I, I get with my homegirls like, uh-uh, bitch, where you going with that wig on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, child, it's enough wigs to go around in here. I got wigs still in the damn pack. Bitch, you need a wig? Just, girl, just say you need a wig, honey. If if it's really that deep, we could go south. We could hit the south side, get you a little $35 synthetic wig. I'm going to cut you some baby hairs in to swear that thing up. She going to last throughout the duration of the club. Tomorrow, throw her away. She not going to last 48 hours. She good for 12, not 48. But bitch, I'm a, we going to hook you up like a gang of women in a house. You're not going to step out the house looking at it. Like, we going to make sure you good. 
but that's just not the basis for me. My thought process is, God forbid something happens at this club or at this party or at this function. Is this person I'm with going to be with me? Is this going to have my back? You know what I'm saying? Is this person going to wait, stop? I don't see Pete. Where's Pete? You understand? Or, it, 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 you know, if I done hooked up with the wrong sneaky link and a gang of hoes just stick it to me, snatch my soul up, we go. Like, is, is, this, is this friend going to stop? You understand what I'm saying? Or... You know, whatever, like, does this person care about me? I was in a club years ago with one of my, my former homegirls. We're not even, you know, friendly anymore. And I didn't notice it. Still to this day, I don't all the way know what happened. But my friend told me that somebody was had attempted to put something in my drink. I didn't see it. To be honest, I didn't even... The way we were standing in position, I didn't even really know how it was possible, but she said it. And she said it with such conviction and such, like, she was so furious in the moment. Whether it happened or didn't happen, in her mind, or she saw something that it, it was happening. And her main, her number one goal was, don't drink that. And, and she's snapping on, you know, this individual she thought might have did it. That's the type of person I'm trying to be in a function with. I don't give a damn what function. Because I know Erica Banks says something along the lines of, oh, you know, they could come to the cookout, but you ain't coming to the club. I don't give a fuck. What's the function? That's the type of person I need with me. I just thought the, I just thought the tape was trash. I just thought it was I just thought it was trash to base the whole relationship off of what somebody looked like on the outside. Like if I lose my wallet in this club, is this person gonna let me hold four hundred dollars till I get my debit card back? Or is this person gonna just make sure I'm Gucci, you know? Now <laughs> moving on to something um a little more current, girl. Everybody breaking the up. All you girls couple goes, child, Neil Long and her um her her fiance. Let me tell you something. That Matt Barnes gonna tell us what went on on that town Celtics. Matt Barnes been dying to spill the beans. Matt Barnes can't wait to spill the damn beans. You know how when somebody wanna spill the tea so bad and it's on the tip of their tongue and they just be like, ooh, I can't wait to tell. That is Matt Barnes. Like, bro, this man did a whole black interview. I, I, I'm dead. Like, Matt Barnes gonna let us know what's going on. But in all seriousness, though, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a couple girl. I'm not a, a couple goals type of girl. Again, that's a young hoe sport. I am a old, old hoe. And, um, you know, I, something happened. I don't think he, you know, R-worded anybody. I think he was just a man with an ego. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but I, I think he slept with the wrong person. I think he slept with, like, a higher-ups wife on some can't-be-touched type shit. And it backfired. And I think he also felt like he was just that nigga enough to where he could talk to this woman 
a certain way in front of other people and it was going to fly and so I know I'm sick of hearing about it <laughs> I know I'm tired of people dissecting it I love Shaquille O'Neal's stance on it when he was like child I was a cheating ex nigga when I was married so honey I ain't got no comment that's a perfect answer like that's how that's some shit I would say like child I ain't no saying girl I ain't got no comment because at the end of the day getting cheated on is hard enough getting cheated on publicly and everybody's talking about it everybody has an opinion that's why I don't watch relationship content I don't know if I said that before. I don't watch relationship podcasts, um, none of like the relationship gurus. Cause don't you no know, shade. I respect everybody's content creation process, but some of y'all views just are trash, girl. Like some y'all have some of the most illest like dating and relationship advice, and it's just it's honestly cringy to watch because. Y'all be saying it and preaching it with so much passion. Like, this is the way to go. And at the end of the day, every relationship is different. Every relationship works differently. There is no rule book to being in a relationship. Tommy and Keisha over here could be having threesomes and have the best, most loving relationships in the world. But Pete and, 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 and Tony over here, Tony better not even look at me. But <laughs> I don't know the whole life, period. It, don't play with me. If you're going to... Go do it. But you ain't finna do it when you're pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So, but it worked for them. It ain't gonna work for me. You know what I'm saying? Just like the whole split in the bills thing. Work for these folks over here. Might not work for them. That's why I, I don't, that's why I don't watch relationship. I was telling my friend that. And he was like, why? Like, you actually could learn something. I don't want to go in a relationship rehearsing shit. No. I don't want to rehearse nothing. I want to show up. This is me. This is you. If it's something that needs to be addressed, let's address it together. I don't want to go in rehearsing how to be a wife or rehearsing how to... No. I, I want to go in... We we are our authentic selves. And if something needs to change, let's address it like adults. And if we can't come to common ground, then we separate. I don't want to consume... Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just don't want to consume all these relationship views and relationship experts and relationship this is how you keep a man this is how you be a good wife like no that's how you keep a man that's how you be a good wife precious might not it, it might not work that way for me you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm so annoyed with like the just like the over interest of Nia Long getting cheated on by her fiance and I do like that Matt Barnes cleared up because people was really, you know, they go to the R word immediately. And I do like what Chatty Patty Matt said. Like, it ain't what he did, it's who he did it with. I like that because I feel like once you throw the misconduct word around, people automatically think, you know, S assault or the R word. And I just like that that got cleared up. Like, nah, he ain't do not you know inappropriate as far as force i can i can appreciate that i don't know if nobody else caught that but i can appreciate that lord i hope my eyelash ain't leaning like he did last time i ain't got on no glasses and i can't see but it don't feel right y'all it don't feel right but we just gonna keep it fucking pushing but anyway so my thoughts on it is this um 
I really think we need to allow Nia Long like all the grace in the world. Nia Long is a national treasure. And let me drag your ass on bouquet or whatever the hell your name is real quick. Then I'm going to get off the matter entirely and talk about somebody else who done left their man. Nia Long just ain't no any hoe. She not no any bitch. You don't find like a Nia Long. Nia Long name been mentioned in songs for decades. And Nia Long is in her 50s and still looking like Nia Long. You hear me? Like, Nia Long aging like, like we all aspire to. You ain't just got no anybody. You got one of them, them black Hollywood icons. We love Miss Nia Long. We stand Nia Long. And we done been standing Nia Long for two decades, bitch, maybe three. Don't play with her on bouquet. Because we don't even know your damn name for real. We call you Nia Long boyfriend. Hmm. Bitch, you ain't even got a name around here. You is Nia Long's boyfriend. That's who you is. You are Nia Long's boyfriend. You hear me? Like, like the nerve. Like, who don't even know you? Like, you was fine back in the day when you was in the league. But you know what I'm saying? I ain't nobody shame you or whatever. But you just, you not that girl, Miss Nia Long boyfriend. Nia Long is that girl, Mr. Umbunke. So, with that being said, I don't know who you... Got your rocks off with, uh, you caught your little nut with, do, 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 do. but that hoe wasn't me alone. Period. The hoe wasn't me alone. That hoe wasn't me alone, bitch. I don't care who she was. I don't care what she looked like. She could look like Naomi, but the bitch wasn't me. Um, okay. Period. That's all I got on that. Prayers to me alone. I hope she have like all the peace and support for real because that really has to be aggravating as hell. Like. It's one thing to catch a nigga cheating, but the world know. I would not want the world to know my nigga cheating on me. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I be real like embarrassed by shit. Oh, I gotta get y'all. I got a story time for y'all. And <laughs> when I get done being embarrassed about it, ooh, I got a, I got a, I got me a story time. We ain't did a story time in a minute. I just thought about it. I'm story time coming soon, girl. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> but um. Alright, what, what else in the news? Giselle done left Tom Brady. The, the white people, we going through it too. I think Tom Brady's first love is football. That's why he performs at such a high level. And I'm not even a football player. Y'all know I hate football. But I know that. I know him. Like, it's some of the ones you gonna know. And that Tom Brady, man. I've been knowing about him since I was a little bit girl. My grandma used to tell me about Tom Brady. Tom Brady gonna run a goddamn football. You hear me? I don't even like football. But I just be watching highlights like, how is he still performing like this? This means it's almost 100 years old. But I can still see that taking a toll on a woman. You feel me? Like, you been going through this. And, and one thing about Giselle, she's not no lazy girl. Giselle is an ex-model. She got a production company. Like, you know, I, I did my little Googles or whatever on Giselle because, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I don't really be keeping up with, like, white love. But it was like all over my phone like and like all the little news channels and stuff so i google her like she's really that girl giselle is that girl i didn't know giselle was that girl giselle ain't no put up housewife it's giselle is that girl mm. giselle worth a couple uh, multiple m's like like 400 million on her goddamn own like just giselle is giselle, giselle ain't no any white woman you feel me and I can respect the working girl. So, yeah, you know, they going through what they going through. It's sad. Who else broke up? Tia. Tia 
um Mary and Corey. They've been married 14 years. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I, that one, that one threw me. I'm like, not Tia. That bitch Tia? No, not, not Tia Tia. Not Sister Sister Tia. Not her done left her nigga. Uh -uh. Bitch, I thought they had the wrong Tia. Girl, I thought it was a whole nother Tia, bitch. Girl, it's Tia. Sister Sister Tia, girl. What? They been married like 14 years now. I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't expect that. Much time we got cool girl i was not expecting that tell not to you not the black twin <laughs> no shade up to you. but yes i i was i was not expecting that but you know what i think because i think they got married i don't know if they got married younger they, they were like together young but being married for 14 years i've never been married i have no interest in being married i want a life partner but i honestly I just imagine that being very difficult to be with somebody for a long period of time. We're humans. Humans get bored. Humans get tired of the same old thing. And I do think it's just possible to fall out of love with somebody. You will love them, but I think it's possible to like just fall out of love. Honestly, I really, really do. And I think it's sad. I think it's unfortunate. I don't think people like to walk away, but I think it's sad. I think people get tired of each other. You know, I, shit, I can't keep no man. But when I had me a man for about four years, I just think we got tired of each other. I can't really, I mean, we had like a really big argument and then it was over. But leading, uh, it, it led up to that argument of just being tired of each other. And then the argument was like, okay, it comes to a head. Bitch, I'm done with you. You're done with me. Let's go out separate ways. And we cool now. Like, we the best of friends. It needed to end. We're older now. We mature now. I will let me say that, bitch. We is not the best of friends. <laughs> well, let me let me know the exaggerated. We the best of friends, but you know we cool. I don't know why I said the best. I don't want to be friends with little my exes like that for real life. Uh -uh. They good men though, but no. Um, but yeah, it it was it was just time to end. And I know four years is nothing in comparison to fourteen plus. But I'm just saying, like I just I remember thinking like we is just tired of each other like all this arguing about dumb little pitch we tired we is tired of each other and this shit done came to a head and i was over with period so yeah i do um i think it can happen and at the end of the day that like that's really why i'm not a relationship podcast girl like i speak on it and pass and then we go but and i'm not a couple goal bitch like none of these people are couple goals for me we don't live in with these people we don't live with these people we don't know what's going on in their house we don't know what like we just you just don't know everything's gonna look great on the outside but you just simply do not know so it's just irresponsible to be like oh they're the perfect couple oh my god like yes granted every time we see them on pictures and videos talking about their relationship like yeah okay they look very very happy but obviously things go on behind the scenes look at neil and his wife neil had two kids outside of his marriage you know what i'm saying like they just him and his wife just renewed their vows not too long ago so like it looks great everything everybody's relationship is gonna look great nobody well i ain't gonna say nobody jail but most people ain't just finna air out their relationship shit on social media girl like it's just it's just not realistic so um yeah i i seen that i'm like god damn everybody breaking up today 
the Migos broke up. Not everybody leaving. Hey, man, like everybody split. Hey, <laughs> everybody splitting up. But I ain't breaking up with nobody because I ain't got a man. How about that? I'm outside in the cold. I hate it here. I already hate being outside, but that's a but anyway, girl, what? Okay, what else is new? Before I get off the line. Oh, JT Cardi B. <laughs> How could we forget? And I'm going to wrap it up with this because I have shit to do. JT and Cardi B. You know, I had made a rule on this podcast. I don't know if I told y'all. I'm done talking about Nikki and Cardi. Done with it. But this situation was crazy. So, JT and Cardi B went at it. Went at it on Twitter. I mean, went at it. Now, a lot of people were saying, and you could follow the Kate Dish official. I posted screenshots. But at some point, I had to stop with the screenshots because they were just going back and forth. And I'm like, I'm not going to be watching Twitter all night looking for tweets. No. But, so follow the Kate Dish official on Instagram if you if you didn't catch it and you want to catch it. Catch it. So, people were saying, you know, oh, y'all Miami need to jump in. Y'all Miami need to jump in. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Um, I think, you know, the more we venture off into adulthood, like, I don't need my homegirls to fight my battles. Fight my battles if I'm getting jumped. Like, if it's on some two, three, four against one, yeah, okay, you can hop in here, but I don't know. I don't feel like I need to fight my homegirls' battles. And then I did a whole, like, podcast episode. I can't remember what number that is. I'll try to find it when I post this on YouTube. But Young Miami has shit to lose. Not saying that JT don't have nothing to lose. They both have shit to lose. They're these city girls. But JT has said, soft life. I want a soft life. You know, I just want to get my money and chill. I'm not interested in a lot of the things that Young Miami is interested in. Young Miami has this whole Carisha Please platform now. And I think when Carisha Please first dropped, we kind of all thought like, oh, girl, you know what I'm saying? She just, she going to do a little one, two episodes here and be done. But it really looked like Young Miami is really taking this Carisha Please shit serious. And people are really, like, interested in it. I watched, the episode I watched was the one with JT. I loved, duh. Lord, I love that damn episode so much. And the one with Lotto. Um, I didn't watch the other ones, but... From what I see, it's really good. Miami is funny. Santana being her co-host is hilarious to me. Like, it, it's so great. And then now, Young Miami has launched the Carisha Please, like, merch store. And the girls is eating that shit up. I mean, Young Miami, I remember a time when people was really going in on Young Miami. Like, she dumb, she stupid, she this, she that. No. She's none of those things. That bitch is smart. And she's a businesswoman. And a lot of people also bring up the point, well, she got to be because the music ain't selling. I don't know if the music is selling or not. I know I stream it. I don't know what. I, I'm not a, I've never been a chart girl and a sales girl. That's above my pay grade. But even if that were true, I see nothing wrong with that. Like, okay, let me just explore other things while I have this fame and this platform and this money and quite frankly, Diddy. I see nothing wrong. JT has expressed that she's not really interested in that right now. And I see nothing wrong with that either. But I say all that to say, when JT and Cardi were in their back and forth and people were like, why Young Miami is not jumping in? Um, You know, her, her bag is involved now. It's people that's really paying attention to Young Miami who probably ain't never paid attention to her before. 
So it's it's new opportunities. That girl, I didn't. I don't see why she needed to jump in between her and Cardi because city girls. It's really like a comp. It, it's like an argument amongst homegirls. City girls and Cardi B have been down for each other for a long time. I remember when JT was locked up, Cardi B was like riding for them, riding for Young Miami, defending Young Miami. When people were saying like, oh, Young Miami's, she can't rap and her stage performance. And it's like, Cardi was really riding for them girls. So, it, to me, I wouldn't have jumped in either because it's like, okay, these is two homegirls going at it. Like, we all homegirls. Like, City Girls and Cardi B are a circle of homegirls. It was unfortunate that Young Miami got threw into it. Got thrown into it because, you know, Cardi B started taking shots at, like, City Girls album sales and, you know, how they wasn't performing and whoop de whoop de whoop I don't like those type of homegirl situations because these are, we're talking about friends, right? Like, girls who are really cool in real life. I don't like, Cardi did that shit that I don't like. When you argue with your friend and you start resorting to personal shit. Like, yeah, we the fans. I mean, I guess we have the capability to look up and see who's selling and who's not. But at the end of the day, that's some friend shit. And I might have told you, like, damn, girl, these, my damn music ain't selling out. You know, damn, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. Like, give me some pointers because your shit always, like, that's a friend conversation and you, and, and you edit out. I, I, I didn't like that. Cardi, I feel like they was both airing each other out because JT started, you know, going at Cardi saying you know you wanted our writers and, and and it's it was personal shit to me and i don't feel i feel like when friends argue they should never go for the personal shit ever like i don't i can fall out with all of my homegirls one by one i'm never telling y'all who the host slept with in vegas no, i'm just playing I'm, I'm never i'm just never going for the personal like i'm never i'm never doing the personal we're not doing personal if you tell my personal business and I find out and I hear something that I told you in confidence that's something that we went through together in confidence and I hear it in the street I know you told my business I'm kind of dealing with that right now with a friend like this individual something happened between us in confidence and a lot of people know about it now and the fact that they know bothers me because I feel like my friend was the only person who knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this situation went on with us, and I didn't tell nobody. I kept that very close to the chest, but the fact that you going around and telling people and stuff like that, it rubbed me wrong. Like, it made me distant. So, I'm, I've never been a fan of airing out the personal girlfriend, homegirl business. Not a fan of that. Um, but hopefully they can resolve it. I seen Jason Lee posted something like, oh, you know, I, I brought the girls back together or whatever. And JT politely got his ass together. Like, how you got us back together? You posting all the screenshots and the tweets. Child, it's a mess. Um, <laughs> that's all I got, though. I think that's all I got, girl. You know, you know, you know. Oh, Joe Budden. Y'all want to talk about Joe Budden? Oh, I don't want to talk about your buddy. Not really. Mm -mm. Not really. Ooh, maybe we'll say that for another podcast because y'all know me. I always say if I don't feel like I have the range, I, I don't really want to touch on it yet until I really 
read and understand and like you know just get to know a little more about the situation you know what i'm saying but it was the comment of him i guess it was a joke i didn't hear the podcast episode and they took it off streaming platforms before i could i heard like a little snippet of it though basically he was saying you know he having sex with a girl snuck the condom off that was a big thing some people were saying that you know that was a form of the r-word um they had another term for it that i wasn't familiar with so when it's like situations like that i want to be informed and i i want to because i i mean i overall i think it's dead as wrong but i just want to be a little more informed before i call myself trying to do a deep dive in it and sound dumb as hell <laughs> you know what i'm saying so well maybe we'll get to it this weekend um i have interviews on i have one two three interviews dropping yeah one of them from big legs baddies collection um premiere damn i didn't even talk to y'all since i did that shit um i got to speak with k shade formerly with 1017 got to chop it up with her um and you know breeze came to the cactus podcast i was very grateful for that we shot that um that was just like a really beautiful day everything just was really good i'm very critical of photo shoots and video shoots shout out to my homeboy bam iconic photography he shot it produced it like as he said he was on his spike lee shit that day i loved it like just like the colors like y'all y'all gonna see but i just feel like it was shot really beautifully um shout out to nino he really was like super transparent in the interview you know what i'm saying like he didn't hold back and i can appreciate that and i know y'all have expressed like some of y'all some of y'all really love the interviews and some of y'all is like girl we just want to hear you talk and i listen i love that for you <laughs> i love that you just want to sit up and listen to me talk shit girl but here at the Kadish Podcast, you know, we got to have a little variety. Like, we got to we gotta bring people in to interview with us. Come on now, y'all. Y'all don't want to share me. That's what it really is. Y'all don't want to share me with nobody, and I understand. Understood, girl. But after these couple interviews, um, it's just going to be me for a minute. I got a story time coming. It's going to be very short, cute, and to the point. But I have a story time coming about a really embarrassing moment <laughs> not too long ago. And I just got over being embarrassed about it. So I feel like I can do a story time now. So just more content, girl. More content is on the way. More content is on the way. So thank you so much for listening to this lengthy. Oh, yeah. 51 minutes. Okay, I'm going to edit you down, girl. We're going to get you down because bitches' attention spans is short. And I might slice this up. You know how Vlad be, like, releasing certain parts of the interview i don't know we'll see but anyway thank you guys for listening as always i'm gonna make sure this episode is on spotify apple Podcasts, all streaming platforms thank you guys for purchasing my book in the wicked we trust my debut novel my baby i see y'all like post about it make reels about it it's a lot of bookstagrammers on instagram that be making like such cute content with my book it's like it it really bring tears to my eyes i know i didn't say that before but like it really really does so thank you guys so so much in the wicked we trust on amazon barnes and noble website go get your copy it's a short read but baby it is damn good sequel coming out on my birthday march 19th y'all gonna eat that bitch up too like y'all gonna love it so thank you guys for the support be sure to follow me at the fine author 
follow the cake this brand we are growing slowly but surely um at the cake dish official on instagram and i will see you girls uh in the next video next podcast next piece of content next tweet next something